0: Again, get your... no no not take ability ready. Come on, awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. Thanks, everyone, that's serving, all of you that are serving uh, with our guest relations, and all of you that are doing your thing. Thank you for our children's department. Um, youth camp this week, this is going to be great. Are you guys going out tonight? You leaving? Come on, let's give them a big clap and a shout as they head on out. Youth youth. Just obedient. They didn't even know to leave yet. If you can come to the influencers connect night, those are amazing nights. Um, we've, and just have we have an amazing, we have an anticipation of what's coming in the future. We have some powerful guests that are coming, and um, just position yourself to grow. One of the things that I felt this week. Um, I don't know when we're going to do it but I to to pray for people pray for people who have businesses to actually lay hands on you impart to you uh, an anointing of healing for business the Lord the Lord challenged me and he says I want you to I want you to pray for increase for people the way that you pray for healing because we pray for healing we lay hands on people we heal all the time so God's not anticipating he's not expecting. When we pray for someone to get healed, we, we thank God that they have most people have doctors and doctors are helping them. But they usually come to us like this lady when their doctor doesn't know how to help them. And what, when they have all of the proper processes and systems and everything in place to get help, but it doesn't help them, God always works a miracle. Hallelujah. There's times we trust so much in our business strategies come on. And, and the practical of business. That sometimes God says, if you kind of came to me, you would know how the supernatural works in yeah. your business, yeah. that I would heal your business. Wow. It doesn't need just a new wisdom. It needs a healing. Yeah. Really Amen. It needs healing yeah. to yeah. be set free. So we're going to do that at some point. I, I don't know when, but I want to lay hands. it probably be one of the Connect Nights or, or maybe yeah. Yeah. the Cure next month. I'm not sure. But uh, I'm excited. About it. Are you guys ready to study the Word? Yeah. Now, what we're doing, we're talking about generational curses, habits, and blessings. And yes. it sounds weird because, because you know, sometimes people say, oh, we're talking about generational curses and, and, and generational blessings. But we're not. We have to throw in habits, generational habits. Because a lot of the things that we deal with that we call a curse is actually a habit. It's a... It's yeah. a it's a learned response, it's a learned thing, it's something that's passed from one generation to another generation, and it's in our lives because it's habitual, not because it's actually a force from devil, or first force from God, or force of the universe attacking you, it's not a force, it's literally what you do, it's a habit. And I, I first discovered this picture of the difference between generational habits, generational curses and generational blessings studying Abraham. And so we're going to have to do a lot of study in Abraham in order to deal with this because this is where I saw it. When I I first started studying Abraham, I wanted to know everything that Abraham had and and the reason. I'm probably going to try to get to the place where God started talking about Abraham and the blessing of Abraham. But you can't study curses without studying blessings and you can't study blessings without studying curses and you can't study you shouldn't study any of those without studying habits. habits. Yeah. Biblical habits. A lot of the things that you see that people get in trouble with in the Bible are not satanic. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. And we blame the devil, but the fact is, is the devil wasn't there to make them do it. They did it. Oh, wow. And the devil may, may use it. Come on. So we have people who are blaming God or blaming the devil. It's either blessing or curse. When you have blessing and curse, then there's no responsibility for anybody. Your habits. My habits are all very important. You guys, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. So you can say amen, start saying amen right now so you can stay in the good zone. So I want I want you to see this. I'm going to give you the overview, and I'm trying to do it faster than I did last month, but the realization is I want you to get it. We started off in the book of Genesis. We started off in the first first three chapters of Genesis, and we made it very clear that when God, remember when God kicked the Adam and Eve out, and he, he cursed the what? He cursed the ground. He did not curse them. He didn't curse them. God doesn't curse his what he creates. Right? He cursed the ground. And he spoke to Satan. Right? And Satan is cursed by the ground, from the ground. Right? There's God himself doesn't pronounce a curse on us. We're in his image and likeness. That's important to get that because people think if I do something wrong, God's going to curse me. But they curse themselves, even in the Genesis you read, they will curse themselves by not treating you right. Yes,
1: yes,
0: yes. You understand? Yes. So God's not looking around trying to curse people. Amen. But God is looking around trying to bless people. Yes. He's looking for and he put laws in place. Those laws are in place, and those laws are in place so that we can we can know how to walk in the blessing and how to walk in the curse. Yeah. We can know how to walk in it. Yes. Right? Because if you the Bible says it very clearly. If you do these things, you will experience the curse. If you do these things, you will experience the blessing. If a person wants to be cursed, you can do it. You can be a Christian and find yourself walking in a cursed life. People say, well, Christians don't get cursed. Well, the realization is God's not cursing, and the devil's not powerful enough to curse, but if you break the law enough time, you will get pulled over. So curse is a manifestation of the law being broken. All right. So we have to understand that. So the next thing I wanted to, to make it very clear is when you looked at Abraham, God says, Abraham, you're going to be blessed." blessing. How many of you remember the blessing? He says, you're going to be the father of many nations. Let's just start. Let's just start with that one. And let's just follow that one for a second, because if you follow that one, it helps you understand that God was pronouncing a blessing. Yeah. You're going to be blessed, man. This is going to be awesome. You're going to be the father of many nations. And, and, and he, he, you know, he marries Sarah, takes Sarah, he says, you're going to be blessed, take Sarah with you. He takes Sarah with him, leaves, you know, and they find themselves and they aren't having children. He can't, he's not the father of many nations and he's going, he's doing what God tells him, he's not, the, but he can't have children and he can't have children, right? And then he's, the whole battle is against what he's actually blessed with. Because if you realize maybe the devil's not fighting you, he's fighting the blessing. Maybe the fact that you you, you, you are anointed for business because you, you lost five businesses. You're tracking with me. Maybe that the fact that you lost five businesses and it didn't work is the fact that the blessing is on you. Yeah. Because what what I notice is when the blessing is on someone. It doesn't automatically let them in, go into this big thing where everything turns out for them. That's right. But it has to be so deeply inside of you that you're persuaded that no yeah. matter what, yeah. th- this is in me for a reason. I have a yeah. persuasion yeah. in me. That's kind of part of this morning's message. And Abraham had it because if God makes the blessing, comes, blessing comes on you and it goes so quickly, so easily, then you can actually be easily talked out of it as well. But if you have to fight for something, it's not hard, it's not easy to talk, you, talk. And you and you know the Bible says in the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and it adds no sorrow. And so people say, well, how can you say that that could be Abraham when there's no sorrow? But the Bible says that that word, that he, the Hebrew word is not the word sorrow, sadness, that's the word toil. I'm not going to work for it. The blessing of the Lord. It's the same word that he says, when you go out of the garden, the earth is gonna make you toil and you're gonna sweat. Yes. You understand? Yeah. But the blessing comes on you so that you don't have to sweat and toil, but you have to do things to sustain. You guys track it with me? Yeah. So I realize that the blessing sometimes can look like a curse. Come uh-huh. on. Because of the attack. The devil doesn't attack a curse place. And the yeah. devil doesn't attack your habits. Your negative habits. He uses them. He rides on them like a surfboard. Right? You have to understand yeah. it. He will use those things because it's, it's a force all by itself. You're, you're putting things in action. And he goes, oh, this works perfect with my plan. Yeah. Yeah. You guys track it with me. Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, just let me know you're tracking it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so your blessing, the blessing on your life could look like a curse. Right? Yeah. The curse... The curse is the easiest of, of the three to get corrected It seems like it would be the hardest I'm, and the curse is functioning in my life which is so difficult. no the curse is is the curse the curse without a cause will not land, land. okay so that means if you handle the cause then the curse land. simple so repent. It's just, I don't do this anymore, I repent, I change my mind, I stop. So the curse is no longer going to work against you. So that's the easiest of them. The hardest is the habit. The hardest is the habit because it's easy to blame the devil on it. And the habit is very important that you know that the habit, okay, so... So let's look at Abraham. We're going to look at this in detail in the future. But I want you to get, before we start looking at the blessing, I want you to understand why we're starting with the blessing. The first, the blessing is the thing that makes it look like I get a word. And, Whoa, it's going to be great. Then the enemy goes, that's what I'm attacking. Okay, so we know the enemy wants the, the, the blessing. The enemy doesn't want you to stop your habits, but he doesn't want, he doesn't care. He'll help you start habits by bringing right people, wrong people around you. you know, he'll do all kinds of habitual things. Right? He'll create, but that's your choice yep. habits are, are, are hard because you have to choose yep. to stop them curses are easy because you just have to say I'm sorry and forgive me so that's done yep. right yep. generational habits are challenged because they are something you saw your parents do right. Come on and it was just a family trait so and you didn't know that the end result of that drives the family to something you understand it, it's a family trade it's something that's been passed on so we don't we, we don't, want, we don't like talking about it but abraham was a liar
1: <laughs>
0: so this is this is the challenge though the challenge is abraham lied for a certain person so i gave you last month the perspective of why he lied and what why it was legal for him to lie and the challenge but the fact is, is his sons learned the lying Right. And they did the same line. So you see the lie, right. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yeah. They all followed the lying spirit. So the habit of his family was a lying habit in certain circumstances. Right. They didn't lie. They lied with certain things. You understand? Yeah. So that's a habit that led them into something. Yeah. You understand? That's a habit. Yeah so you can have a habit in your life that actually leads you into trouble and and because God's blessing on you can get you out it's because Abimelech wanted to have Sarah God says he's my blessed one don't touch him don't touch that woman you let them go and then so Abimelech lets them go and as he lets them go he sends them out with blessing you guys know how Abraham got rich? Abimelech (laughs) he went in to Egypt because of a famine and he came out of Egypt with cattle, herds. Are oh, he you guys stuck with me? So sometimes your lie, God will even use it. Or your habit. The, right? There's a price that, that is going to be given to you because the hand of the Lord is on you. You repent, you move on. All that which belongs to you. We'll come you know, here. Yeah. Let's talk about the blessing because you guys aren't ready for that kind of conversation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But you got to understand there's some things that are in your family that you are doing just because they're family traits and it's yeah. not a curse. Yeah. You can stop it anytime you want but you have to choose to stop it. Right. And you have to actually identify this is something that my family's been doing and we don't have to do this. We don't have to do this. I don't actually have to do this and I'm going to stop today. I'm done. Yeah. And at that point you break the habit of your family and it then the enemy won't be able to carry us, because the Bible doesn't say he can chase my my habits for three generations, four generations. Yeah. Come on. But the curse that's unrepented of in my family. Come on. Right. And the curse that was introduced by me, he's going to try to visit my children with it, yeah. and I've got to teach them. Right. Listen, this is what I did at this age. Yeah. At this age, you have to put your guard up and fight. This is what I did, and he, I, I broke it, and he, but the thing is, he's the visitor. He's, the Bible says he's going to visit. There's a difference between visit and habitation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: Visit means I'm going to, I'm going to pay a visit and see if your family's still penitent on this. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he gets to visit for three or four generations, yeah. even though he doesn't get to live in the house. Yeah. Oh, I just felt oh, good about yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah. so... I get him out of the house. First, I invited him to the house because I did the thing that I did. Yeah. Invite him to the house. Then I go, I repent, you got to get out. You cannot live here. He leaves, he takes all of his little curse bone stuff. He takes all that stuff,
1: <laughs>
0: whatever he carries, whatever he carries around his parapher- paraphernalia, he takes all that with him. Right, a like gypsy truck. Right, he takes it with him. But then there's a generation he's going to come. He's going to come three or four generations. He's got three or four generations that he can come and ring the doorbell on. And they're visits. Come on, somebody. They're visits. If I could actually, if I actually was able to just preach the visitor and, and get us to handle the visitor properly in our families, we would stop him. The only reason things are perpetuated in the earth is because we don't actually get generations ready for visitors. Because we try to sweep under the rug instead of letting the testimony come out. You understand? And so, so bing bong, he goes, hey, do you want to see? Do you guys, do you, you guys do you, I got trinkets. I got a whole wagon full of stuff. You want me to come in? And he throws a little, piece, a little dust on your carpet and he goes, my vacuum will take that up. When he tries to get into your house, He'll try to find <laughs> your, like, old school backing sales, right? He'll try to get in, and he's doing do whatever he can to get in there because he just wants to show you what he has can actually make you, your life better.
1: Because
0: right. he doesn't come to make your life worse. He did come like the uh, pan, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like the demon, right? He comes like the one that's going to help you. Yeah. This is what you always wanted. This is the fun you've always wanted. This is the happiness you've always wanted. This is the what you always wanted. You wanted two beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese. You always wished they had a third patty. I got the fourth patty, right? You, this is what they do. see. So what? And this is what he does. So he'll try to, And but you have to teach your kids. Don't go for it. Don't go for it. If I can, all young parents my daughter every once she goes okay so Papa, tell me about you, you went to jail she knows I don't do the whole story I told the story forever I'm like did you do drugs what kind of drugs did you do were you a drug addict
1: <laughs>
0: she, she always like, she she, she's still like are you a drug addict and I have to tell I want them to know that this is how it happens. What the results are, because they need to close the door. You know, Sophia, you got to know that my my mom got pregnant at fifteen.
1: You have that kind of conversation.
0: You'll be locking you up. So no, you can't talk to boys until you're thirty five. Oh, God, so but I have to, I so, we have to, so you know, my mom got pregnant at 15 she gave birth you know at 15 you know 16 somewhere around there you know, you gotta you gotta know that's a that's so we don't let you have the phone as early as other
1: people and
0: yes we do go through your instagram
1: and, the, and yes you have
0: to use your mom's phone for all but I'm 30. yeah that's great. She didn't even complain. I was looking forward to the fact that I wanted to see how she handled 13 and whether or not she was going to ask for her own phone. She already did well, She didn't even ask. She asked for a purity, for a purity ring. Yeah. But you have, it's because we have to have those conversations.
1: Yes. We are
0: fighting an enemy that wants to knock on your door. Yes. And he's going to come and go, big mom, look at me. I'm cute. I got whatever. You know, I got... Yeah. He ugly, honey. You gotta, you gotta... Why? 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 Because we are keeping the curse from coming back. And if I can handle this, and if we all as a family go, we're handling this. For three to four generations, they're going to teach their kids this, and we're going to go... So I'm a generation, my wife, she's amazing. No, but i she has in- other interesting, like, Nazi stuff in her family, we gotta handle it. <laughs>
1: but I have friends who are Jewish, yay! <laughs>
0: so we go and see, we go to Rabbi our and tell oh, But he doesn't know this.
1: <laughs> no, he doesn't know, don't tell
0: him. <laughs> he loves, he loves Dutchies, he, he loves Holland. He's like the So... So, but the realization is, if they can talk the same talk, and they can tell stories, and I have to get used to them telling their stories, my stories to their kids,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and I've got to sit there
0: and go, yeah, grand, grandchild, I was a drug addict, I did crazy stuff, I was wild. Stay away from drugs, to go to school, right? Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, no. I, we tell all the story. We tell yeah. how it happened, how I got right. free, where it led me to, how it was dangerous, and, right. yeah. and the challenges. Yeah. And I did go to jail. Sophia should probably ask you here. Did you? Did you go to jail, Bob? So <laughs> she should ask me said, every six weeks, months.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but how many of you know the reason is we that's there's only one way to protect from the visitor? The visitor is yeah. hoping that you actually don't have the thing that Abraham had. Do you remember what the Bible said that Abraham why God picked him? Yes,
1: he did.
0: Because yeah. he would teach his generations. Yeah. He would teach his descendants. That's the only reason God picked him. Is because the only way to break the generational curse is to teach your generations.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the
0: only way. That's yeah. It's the only that so yeah. Abraham continued to teach his generations for generation. Yeah. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They continued to they needed to address the habit they needed to address that even today in the Hebrew culture Rabbi Lapid tells us yeah, in Hebrew culture you can lie if it's for a good reason no that no truth real you can lie if it's for a good reason it's a beneficial if it benefits the person if you if you if it helps the person if it right you can lie not in Jesus, in Jesus, and that's when you know they laugh because we have much. We don't realize we have a stronger actually law. That's
1: right. Yeah.
0: Yes. that's right. Wow. We actually the laws of Jesus are actually stronger yeah. than their laws, yes. and so he laughs at us because you. He says you guys can't hate people. You have to forgive people. We can't. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> Fun of it, but you have to understand. So, we have there's there's so there's that that is not that habit is not being handled because the mindset is generational curse or generational blessing. But we in Christ Jesus get to look at habits, you understand? So, let's talk about the blessing for a second. Can we do that? John chapter 8, verse 36, and it says, There's uh, John chapter 8, therefore, if the Son makes you free you shall be free indeed now, that's what we are going to start with that that's the highest blessing you can have is that the sun if the sun makes you free yeah. then you are free indeed yeah, yeah. now that's that's certainly free Someone say certainly free, no, free. don't question your freedom don't question your freedom yeah. don't, you're certainly free i mean he's a really good free freedom fighter he's really good if we had time, we could talk about the, the kinsman redeemer. He's the only one that was kin to you that could redeem you. And so if the son makes you free, the son makes you free because the father sent him. And he's a kinsman redeemer, which means the, God, the father, when you were in sin, looked at you as if you were a son and a daughter. Even before you were engrafted. He came to rescue you as a son and daughter. He didn't come as some friend.
1: He wouldn't have that because
0: the whole Old Testament sets up this kinsman redeemer. That the only way you can redeem someone is you have to be kin to them. Yep. The whole Esther, the whole Esther story, Bo, Boaz, I right? all that is about. He can only Ruth. Sorry, the only way he can Ruth. The only way he could redeem Ruth is if there is a kinsman. There wasn't someone just could just decide, I like you, you're cute, I'm going to redeem you. It just wasn't that you have to be in the family. So think about this. Think about this because, therefore, if the son makes you free, that he's telling you he's not making you free because he thinks you are some, some, uh, a, some, somebody out there. He's seeing you as a family member. And, he, and so you start your whole walk with generational habits, curses, and blessings with the fact that you're family. Your family. Well, I don't feel like family. It doesn't matter what you feel like. You are family. Yep. And everything that happens from this day forward, everything that's happened to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is family.
1: Yep.
0: It's family. Yeah. The blessing of Abraham, the curse of Abraham, the habits of Abraham are all going to try to move down this family. When you're in the house of God, you're family. Someone say, I'm family. Yeah. So if the, if the father sends the son to handle you, to help you, to pull you out, that, that, what a wonderful thought that the Father wants me to be free yeah. in such a manner. Yes. And that freedom is an indeed freedom. It's a certain freedom. Right. Yeah. And I think that freedom indeed gives me different deeds, of course. Yeah. And, and so Galatians chapter 3, verse 5 says, Therefore he who supplies the Spirit to you works miracles among you. <laughs> I think it's a miracle that I'm here standing up here talking to you. I mean, you you knew, you knew if you knew. Come on. I mean, I grew up in Oakland. My father was a pimp. I was in the car with, with three mamas. You guys don't know that? You know that, story. You have to know that. You don't know that, Okay, I grew up in Oakland. My father was a pimp. I grew up in a house of pimps, and I had a whole load of mamas. If you knew that I'm able to stand here,
1: wow. come on. Come on. Come
0: on. Come on. What if I were to follow the family legacy? Come
1: on, right.
0: I should actually have a Cadillac.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and instead I'll get a Bentley. Praise the Lord. Because you, you, we have to sometimes go. God, you must be the God who works miracles. The one for, therefore, He who supplies the Spirit to you works miracles among you. You in the place that you are in right now, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. And if we, if we, if we know that. Did, what other miracles are on the way? Does he, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of, of faith? Verse 6, just as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. So the accounting for him, when he said, I believe you, God, I'm going I'm to believe you. Now remember, it was the counting of the stars. Remember he said, go out, and I want you to count the stars. I want you to see the stars. I want you to see how numerous they are. There's more stars than you can count. Because Abraham's concerned that the, the, the four kings that he took out, their children are going to come and kill him. It's a family thing. Right. He's expecting a visitation for his children's children. He's expecting. He says, if they rise up and I don't have anybody that can, can defend me right. and defend my legacy, this is why we, we prepare for the visitor. Abraham was talking to God. I don't have one in my house. All I have is Eleazar in my house, and he is not my descendant. Right. Right. You remember that story? Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're we're yeah. not reading it. Yeah. And then so God says, listen, I want you to go out, and I want you to count the number of the stars. You, you can't count them. This is what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to give your descendants. I'm going to make your descendants more than all the stars in the heaven. Yeah. And God. And Abraham says, I believe this. I believe this. Something so miraculous. Now, what is God trying to tell you about your miraculous future? Mm, Hallelujah. Yeah. Something was so... It's just yeah. unbelievable. That's... Are you serious? Yeah. Right. That's yeah. wonderful. And God says, that right there is righteousness. Now, we... This has given us a new term, new title, new understanding for righteousness. Being right with God is going, I believe you can do something bigger I than I you. deserve. Yes. Right? I agree yes. with you. All right. Yeah therefore, know that only those who are of faith are sons. How do you become a son of Abraham? By faith. By faith. Being obedient, right? right. By faith. Therefore, knowing that the only ones that are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand saying, this is the gospel that's been preached three (laughs) times today. You ready? In you all the nations shall be blessed. (laughs) So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. So yeah. you are blessed and you just have to believe it.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: I mean, this our expectation of the blessing working in our lives should grow. Yeah. Yes. That if I'm standing in a row of five people, we all have the same, you know, academics, we all have the same, uh, same diplomas, we all have the same... Uh, they are not blessed because they don't have the Abrahamic analogy because they're not in the house of God. I'm the one that's going to get the job. But that, That's an expectation that we should have with being part of the believing Abraham. Okay, so we receive the promise um, that, that we might receive the promise through faith, the promise of the Spirit. Someone say the Spirit. Now this is beautiful because how many of you have the Holy Spirit? We don't think the blessing and the the outworking of the blessing, which we know is to be a blessing to the nation, to be a blessing to the world, it comes from the spirit that you have. Right? Yeah. Mm. It's the spirit that you have. Right. I have the spirit of being blessed. I have the spirit of being a blessing, and it's all my life. And so, as we track down, as you receive the promise of the Spirit through faith, brethren, I speak to you in this in in the manner of men. Though it is only of a man's covenant, yet it is confirmed, no one annuls or adds to it. Now think about this. It's not going to change. It's not going to change. We're, we're still reading. Is that all right? Yeah. Verse 16. And Abraham and his seed were the promise, where the promise was made. He does not say, and to seeds as many, but as to one to your seed who is in Christ Jesus. So verse 26, let's drop down there. We read all of that to get to this. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. So yes. your, your position is a son of God position. Yeah. And then verse 29, if you are Christ belonging to, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Uh-huh. Someone say heirs, heirs. According to the promise. Now, we, are, we heard the promise several times. The reason I read that is because I wanted to take you through this process of, of fatness. Yeah. I remember the Lord, I was asking the Lord, I said, Lord, I was I was reading this scripture we're gonna read here. Can we read it? Let's read it and then I'll tell you what I asked him. Verse Romans eleven. Romans eleven verse fifteen. I I, I knew the keto diet was always right. Come on now. Fatness. How <laughs> about that fat, right? Roman adapted. Romans eleven fourteen says this. If by any means I may provoke to jealousy those who are my flesh, who are my flesh, and save some of them. I okay, I can't explain any of it yet. Verse 15. For if their being cast away, if their being cast away is the reconciling of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? This is talking about the Jews. Verse 16. For if the first fruit is holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches were broken off, and you being a wild olive tree, were grafted in among them, and with them became a partaker of the root and the fatness of the olive tree. Do not boast against the branches, but if you do boast, remember that you do, you do not support the root, but the root supports you. Yeah. Verse 19, you will say then, branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. Verse 20, well said, because of unbelief they were broken off, and you shall you stand by faith. So your faith gets you engrafted yeah. into yeah. the family. Yes. Your faith. Now, this is the question I asked the Lord. I got to this place. And I was reading this, and I was reading this, I was reading this. And I got to this place where it says, and maybe you asked the same question, verse 17. And it says, and with them became a partaker of the root and fatness of the olive tree. And I said, Lord, what is this fatness? Because I've you know, been in Bible college. No one told me about fatness.
1: Come on.
0: <laughs> I mean, I studied the word. I, I ministered. I, I did all, but no one talked to me about this fatness. And I'm supposed to partake in it. yeah. yeah. And, and so then God says, I want you to go to I want you to go to Genesis chapter 12. And I want you to read about the fatness. And the fatness starts, he says, I'm going to make you, Father of many nations, the blessing. And the blessing is on your life, and you're going to be a blessing. And this is the fatness. Yeah. That I'm blessed to be a blessing. Right. That I'm blessed to be a blessing. Right. That I'm that's the fatness, and I tried to—I was trying to figure out why wasn't I being blessed then, and why do, why most Christians aren't walking in the blessing. And I started to study the Hebrew concepts and the Hebrew mind. We did nine months on the Hebrew mind, yeah. Yeah. just going through Abraham and the mindset that God gave him. Yeah. Let's, visit. That's powerful. Let's visit that again. Yes. And and what I found is that God's what He did is He wanted He wanted the blessing to arise. The blessing that He spoke in the garden is still in the ground to be captured yeah. but the root system no one was capturing the roots no one had the root system to capture it so he found him a man
1: yeah.
0: by the name of Abraham right. that he could then teach them how to suck everything that this earth was pro- was supposed to provide in fatness and 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 produce and make it work yeah. and then, I, then that's when I started that's when I found out that how do you have 2% of society, which is the Jewish believer? And this was the first statistic I was reading a book called The Jewish Phenomenon. The Jewish Phenomenon starts off with this thought process that there's, there's 25% of the Nobel Prizes that have ever been handed out have gone to the Jewish people. 25%. There's no category that has that many gone to one one nationality. They, they, And they say there's something in us. And I'm realizing if that's true for them, God. Well, I'm, you, you, you guys want me to talk about the curse, but I can't talk to you about the curse and the habits yet, because I need you to get blessed minded. I need you to have a spirit of the blessing on you and then otherwise you'll get curse-minded. I hear people talk about curse-minded, curse, 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 and then now they're reading every generational curse and every curse thing and every curse, and all they have to do is say, forgive me. And that's done. Let's be blessed-minded. I'm blessed. And so what does this blessing look like? It looks like a whole group of people getting Nobel Prizes. Nobel Prizes, they don't hand them out unless you do something to change the world or something that can affect the world in a dramatic way. So what kind of mindset is the person that's thinking, I'm going to affect the world in a dramatic way? It's the person that is saying, I am here to be a blessing. So that's the root system. That's that's part of the fatness. It it took us nine months. It took us nine months of just getting, scratching the surface on the fatness. But if you, you can get it kind of dialed in, if you go, anything that has to do with blessing comes through this root system. then we started finding out that, reading Deuteronomy, that inflammation, inflammation is listed in the curses. I, I, I just want, I just, that means if I'm blessed, then what's not coming through the root system is inflammation. Inflammation doesn't come from this root system that I'm engrafted in, that God sent his son with a kinsman redeemer to graft me in so that I can have the nutrients that is flowing out constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so then I went through all of the Deuteronomy and I thought every place that's a curse, and if it's in my life, I have to I have to replace it with a blessing. Yeah. Because yeah. that the blessing is gonna start working here in my life. Yeah. The blessing's gonna start working here in my life. Yeah. The blessings don't start working here in my life. I told you two months ago when we started talking about this, how the visitor tried to try to touch my joints. Because my family's had joint problems. It's been generation and generation. I was thanking the Lord the other day. I'm like, oh, my, my joints feel so good. I feel so good. Because every time I go to work out. Thank you, Lord, that these knees are left. Thank you, Lord. You have to force it. I, I did squats yesterday, so my, my gluteus maximus liver sore. So and then then the next day, actually I did squats on Friday, and then the next day I did deadlifts. I didn't give it a rest. But so just but how many you know you gotta you gotta you gotta put the blessing where the blessing is supposed to go. So if you have a place where the curse is trying to function, this is telling me I need to get some of that fatness, some of that Crisco, some of that oil, I need to get some of that and rub it on the right side. Somebody, you gotta apply the fatness, the oil. You gotta rub it on the right spots, and you won't know where to rub it on if you think all of it's acceptable.
1: Good.
0: I had to realize that the fatness was only bringing good nutrients to me. Yeah. Yeah. Only good. Only. Good. The fatness was only bringing good stuff to me. Yeah. And I want you to be good-minded. Not. not just doing good, but receiving good. Yeah. The church is good at doing good. We don't, we're not good at receiving. Yeah. We're not good at receiving. Oh, praise the Lord. You, you did great. Oh, praise the Lord, Jesus. Yeah. No, you, the church is trained not to be receivers. But you can't be in this tree if you don't know how to receive. He broke a place open for you to receive. The next month, I'm going to actually talk to you about different ways of engrafting, the system of engrafting, what it takes to engraft, and the effort that He went through to make sure that you were engrafted in. Don't you want to suck up as much nutrients of goodness? It was amazing because my next door neighbor and I wanted to steal his tree, and I, you know, (laughs) smack. But 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 you know, I have some friends that live right next, corners to, close to it. I might get that tree. It's bigger and he moves, so he would never know. And <laughs> yeah, my, my wife's looking like you got no, no, no. mm. <laughs> <No, no, no. laughs> They don't want that tree. They do. Anyway, I I I I came outside one day and he was he planted a tree and this tree had uh, he had three types of plums growing wow, out of yeah. five types of plums growing wow. out of one wow. out of one stem, wow. yeah, one root system. Wow. And I went over there. I'm like, well, "How do you get this? You got these different." Wow. And he's telling me all about it. And I'm like, "This is amazing because this is what the church looks like. The church just has this amazing root system, and, and this nutrients are coming from one root system, but it's spreading out. And you have purple plums and yellow yeah. plums and yeah. these different. And all of this is." And you have to, what are you, what are you drawing out of this? I mean, it was, it was that one point where it got so heavy with fruit that the limbs started breaking. And I, I just thought that it's amazing. Now, can I, can I just give you an image real quick? Okay, so this, this image is there's a tree That's nicely, olive tree, that's nicely manicured. It's being taken care of. Thank you, sir. It's being taken care of in this beautiful, nicely manicured tree. It's olive tree. Then he says that there is a wild olive tree. Unmanicured. No one's taking care of it. No one cares for it. No one loves it. It's, it's, It's on its own. It's fending for its own. He says, what I did is I took and I broke off a, a tree limb off of the tree that I've been manicuring, that I've been taking care of, that I've been, I've been nurturing and I've been feeding and mentioning. I mean, I, I take great care of this. I took a branch out, the branch, and I removed it and I took a branch from the tree that is just wild. And I, and I took it out and I came and I put it in to the space where the branch was. That was. Think about that level of intensity right. in, in him wanting to make sure that this tree well, continue. continued on and that there was legacy wow. and generational blessings and that it wasn't hindered and just left. So he engrafted us in and grew us in. It's not easy to graft a tree. How many times you tried to jump out of the tree? <laughs> Come on, somewhere. <laughs> <would do> <laughs> he grafted in. Yeah. Yeah. And then make sure that everything I am feeding them is coming to you now. Wow. And, and so we're this branch that we're used to being wild. Yeah. Wow. We don't know how to take advantage of what's really happening in the earth. Yeah. We're just glad to be here. <laughs> but he says, if you Paul says, if you knew. The fatness that was coming to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could I, I go through all the statistics. How many of you ever heard me talk about the transfers of wealth? Yes. Yes. Transfers of wealth. That the Jewish community is the, the, the highest yes. in transferring the dollar bill in their yeah. community yeah. before it gets out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a part of the fatness. Someone asked me recently, how come we don't have some kind of thing where our church people do business with each other? I said, because we don't, we have to teach people how to how to do business well first. <laughs> Otherwise, we just ripping people off. We need to make sure that we are looking for, hey, listen, I've had, we tried to set up one of those things in the past and I had to shut it down because either it was shoddy business. Or give me or shady or give me give me one of those spiritual blessing uh, discounts, brother. Right, and then no one—it's like after a while, no one's going to have any money. But what they have found is that you can actually—they will transfer a dollar 21 to twenty-two times in their community before it ever reaches a, a gentile. That's real transfers as well. Right, but you have to understand that's a part of the fatness. To know how to do it well. Yes. There's so many benefits. I mean, you'd have to really study the benefits of what's happening in the world go, how come there's not, I mean, Christians, if we just, even if we pull all the Christians together, we should have some kind of statistic. You couldn't find a bunch of Christians who have Nobel Prize winners. Sorry. That's not even, that's not even a, you couldn't even. So that means we don't understand what we're tapped into. We don't understand the fatness, the ingenuity, the innovation. I mean, just think about this idea. I was, I was, uh, there's a word in the Hebrew, and a prophetic word in the, Hebrew, in the Hebrew text that says that from sand, God was going to provide for the Jewish people. Do you know what they discovered that to be? They made silicone chips out of Israel and that silicone is made from sand. And so this is in all you know your computer runs on Israeli silicone chips. Well you have to understand they're looking at it, they're going, this is my fatness. Yeah. This is my anointing. This is what I'm anointed to do. I'm anointed to make the world better. Yes. And whatever is this helping anybody? Yes. There's something that's trying to make its way into your world. But you have to start with this idea. Everything I do is blessed. Yeah. And I won't tolerate anything that's not. Because I'm no longer in that tree. Yes. He pulled me out of that tree. He yanked the branch out of that tree and stuck me into this tree that's groomed. That's manicured. That's taken care of. But you don't know where I come from, Pastor. I know where you came from. You came from the same tree I came come from. On. But I want to start living according to my new family. Yes. Come on, my new family.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> Come on, how many? You guys don't know what I'm talking I want to start living according to my new family. That's it. Woo! Yeah. Yes, God.
1: Amen.
0: I don't want to get into any of this engrafting stuff right now. You guys
1: good?
0: Yeah. yeah. Let's. Listen, listen. How many of you have ever read any of the curses in the Bible? Any of the okay. How many of you remember at least one of them?
1: Inflammation. Oil. That's right.
0: You're a You're right there. <laughs> You're you shall sow and not reap. You will. You will sow and, not reap. sow and not reap. You'll sow and not reap. Wow. Your cashier before it's time. Young, Young before it's time.
1: You'll
0: yeah. yeah. be, be, be barren, you what? The children. Your children will be taken captive. Now these things don't flow from the root system that we have. So that means we need to apply the blessing and just declare the blessing over that. In this area, I'm blessed. My children are blessed. My, 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 my seed is blessed. We won't have we won't have these challenges. This blessing, right? We, I won't have an. Ex- I won't every single time and read. Yeah. You understand? I, there's some things that are trying to be a curse in your life, but you have the blessing. Take the fatness and apply it. Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28. Apply the fatness yeah. to whatever's happening. You may not even know, but I'm telling you, if you know it's not good, it's not from God. Amen? How many of you have something that you can apply some blessing to? Uh, hopefully we, we got to where we wanted to get to tonight. Holy Communion for this month, 21 days? Or when as often as you have it? Now listen, I've had in the past where I knew I needed to take communion. I couldn't find not one grape in the house.
1: I couldn't find,
0: I couldn't, I couldn't find a cracker. I literally went and got, I had have, I have water and, and a banana. This is my community. thank you, Lord, your blood, your banana. And it was holy. Yes. And listen, it's not like your piece of bread is his real body anyway. Like, hey, uh, <laughs> a you know, piece of bread in his body. It could be a banana. And there was times where I was like, Lord, I don't even have, I, I, I had a break. And I crushed it, and that was my wine. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do.
1: Spaghetti, you work. So you got to work with what you have, right? So somebody like, well, I don't want to go buy grape juice.
0: You, you do your best. Do your best. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, that we are blessed and not cursed. And Lord, you're going to show us where we need to protect our families, like Abraham, from the visitor. We're going to be like Abraham. We're going to take on this Abraham blessing to believe you. We're going to take on this Abrahamic blessing. We're going to take it on because you did a work to engraft yes. ah, in the name of Jesus. Can I share one more thing before we go? Yeah. We, we were in we were in Israel, yes. and this passage came up, and it was interesting because God did things in the New Testament, or at least the way that, um, at least the way that Paul describes it, mm-hmm. is contrary to uh, things b- biblical pattern in Hebrew mindset. The Hebrew mindset, I should say, and so we were talking to one of the gentlemen about this engrafting, and he was like, "I just have a challenge with that because in 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 Hebrew mindset, we don't blend two things. We don't take two things and blend them. We don't blend them." So he says, "There's but there's another way that we would see the engrafting, and which was really powerful. And you'd have to figure out. And so he says, you could take the two trees." And you could take a branch over here and you could take a branch uh, from that and you would, you would cause them to go into the ground together. And as they would go into the ground, they would grow and create a root system together and then they would come out new.
1: Let's
0: talk about baptism. Let's talk about burial, resurrection. And one new man out of two. So. I like that level of grafting that you go into the ground and you come up a new creation and he says that, that's the kind of grafting I could see that Paul would be describing I, I, this is a Jewish guy I didn't even believe in Paul's writings <laughs> yeah keep on convincing me thank you
1: yeah. what
0: else do you see in Paul's writings
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, the of and of course Paul knows he's writing to Gentiles And so we know that Paul's not writing in Romans to Jewish 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 believers. But I just love the fact that they would have a conflict with it in in such a space where they could show me actually how the resurrection could be convincing to them. Amen. So we bless you. The blessing of the Lord is on you. I just if you, When you take communion, just take communion towards blessing. When I take communion, I have to take communion with something in mind. Deuteronomy 28. will be a Deuteronomy 28. Day. Take Deuteronomy. blessings. Receive the blessings. Overcome the curses. Get something out of your life. Get something in your life. But ask the Lord to show you what fatness he wants working in your life. Because that's yeah. what we're in. We're in the season where Abrahamic, uh, the Abrahamic blessing, the fatness, that which... Is flowing to his people. I don't want to be ignorant of it. I want to know what it is, and I want to walk in it because I, I don't want to. Miss, I hate missing out on things that were mine. I just can't. I can't. I don't like it. I, my wife's laughing because it's, it's like I don't. Someone gave me a, a workout club thing and for free, and I'm like, I'm going every day <laughs> because if it's mine, I'm going to use it. Amen. So let's use it. Use the fatness and get the blessed life that you have and be a blessing to everyone else. Amen? Amen. God bless. Okay. Uh, I want to pray for Amy, your friend, with mine. And uh, if you need healing, then we will spend some time praying. You can come up and receive prayer.